This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. Topic two with Matt, the mortgage guy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Mike. How you doing? I'm all right. So one of the things I think we should do in your playlist, which you now have a playlist on my channel, is kind of cover the basic topics. And this one's going to be, hey, I'm a first-time homebuyer, owner-occupant. I want to come get a loan in California because that's what you serve. What are some things I need to think about I should be prepared to bring to you so that I could make your job as easy as possible? Yeah, I think it's a, it's, this is a really good topic and really good because I've had a lot of conversations with people lately and I try to harp, harp might not be the right word, but I try to let people know the more information you give us, the more thorough job we can do pre-approving you, the more thorough job we can do writing a review for you and showing you what might be your best option. And so, you know, I'll give you an example of last week. I've got uh, a realtor partner who's a great realtor partner, has clients relocating from Washington to California. And she connects us. Matt will get you guys pre-approved. He's great. And so we tell him, here's the online application. Once you fill that out, you'll be able to securely upload your W-2s, a month of pay stubs, two months of bank statements, your IDs, the basic stuff to mm-hmm. do the pre-approval. And we've got a couple things in there where a couple questions get asked about, you know, what are you looking to buy? How much down? And so inevitably these folks, like a lot of people will say, I don't want you to pull my credit though. <laughs> and, um, you, you know, it's, it's not a sales pitch when you've got a really thriving, busy business, you know, I'm not desperate to get as many people, you know, pre-approved as possible for, for my business sake, I'm trying to truly serve people. And so we told them we can give you what would be considered, I guess, a pre-qual and give you a rough idea of what you'd qualify for, what those payments are going to look like, but for your own good, we really need to pull credit. We can't run the automated system that gives us an approval without credit as much as people like to think they know exactly what liabilities populate on their credit report and what those payments are going to be, you might miss something and you Mm -hmm. might, you know, you might even have something that you don't know is on there. And then in that case, you really want us to pull it to help you out. And I'm paying the 31 bucks, Mike. I mean, I'm doing that a hundred times a month. I'm I'm paying $3,000 just in credit reports to serve the client, not because, um, you know, I feel like it's, it's trapping them in and they're going to be more likely to use me for their mortgage. But, you know, first and foremost, be prepared to be as thorough as possible. I give people analogies all the time. And I, you know, tell them when they're talking to me and they're holding back information, you wouldn't, you know, hold back information from your mechanic, or you wouldn't have your car parked in your driveway and expect them to diagnose your car and, and fix it, you know, bring the car in, lift up the hood, let them dig in. And that's what we're trying to do when we do a pre-approval, because if we have all the information, we can give folks a specific game plan. Okay. 
here's how much you have. And you've told me you want to look in this price range. You can do three, five or 10% down. I would say you probably want to do five. And here's a couple of reasons I think why. It's a lot better terms than 3%. If you go 10%, you're going to really dry up all your liquid assets and home ownership is great, but you, you want to have some cash in the bank. If the AC goes out next year, you don't want to be stuck with $684 in your account. So um, here's what it looks like at three, five, and 10. And here's my reasons for thinking five is probably the best option. Ultimately, the ultimately as a first time buyer, you decide what mortgage you get, how much you put down, all that stuff. I'm just a guide trying to give my, you know, expert opinion. And so um, that is something that we, we want to be as thorough as possible. And we're going to be as thorough as you want to be. I looked at an email chain where somebody who we pre-approved yesterday between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m. had seven different emails because they had questions and then, oh yeah, yeah, this one. Oh yeah, this one. And I told them, you're a first time buyer. Of course you have questions. And so I can record a quick Loom video. I can go line by line on that um, loan estimate that is exactly what their monthly payment's gonna be, what their cash to close is gonna be because you shouldn't go into home ownership without a game plan and at least a basic understanding of what you're getting into. And unfortunately, Mike, when I tell people this, it's it's hard to imagine, but um, as many folks as I deal with, I can tell you that it's more common than not to have somebody, I don't want to pull credit, no thanks. And when they find the house, the house is what they want. The mortgage is not fun. The mortgage isn't what they want, but the house creates emotion. I can see my kids running around this backyard. I'm excited. So then on Sunday afternoon, okay, fine, fine. What do you need? You need last 30 days pay stubs. You need what else? Piecemeal all that stuff over. We want to write an offer at 680. We haven't looked at what that mortgage is going to look like, but that doesn't matter because this is the house I want. And this creates all this emotion in me. So my advice to people, and I think that it's good advice is take the emotional part out by knowing your numbers beforehand. Yeah. Then before you're in that house and you're getting googly eyed over different things about it that you love, you can sit down with your significant other or or by yourself if you're buying on your own and say, you know, for our budget and what we want to spend, we want to stay under 600,000. We want to put this much down. We know what the payment's going to be. We know how much the cash to close is going to be. We're comfortable with that because once you understand that, then you're equipped to go out and make confident offers. I kind of preach this to real estate agents too, because I tell them, encourage buyers to do that because in a market like we have right now, where there's 12 offers by Sunday, having a client that knows exactly what they want, what price point, what they're willing to pay, what they're not, can go out there and see the house and go, you know what? I'm ready to make an offer. You're my agent and your professional opinion is we have to offer 595. We're willing to do that. We've already seen, we've got the Excel spreadsheet where we can change the 600 to 595. Mm -hmm. We know what that payment's going to look like. And let's, let's submit an offer because um, anybody in real estate in 2020 understands you can't go home and sit about it and think about it and call your mom and, um, you know, get back to your agent next week. The house is already in contract. Yeah. What I was going to say there on that topic is I've been doing this 20 years and there are markets where a prequal is enough. 
I'm thinking 2004, 2005, 2012, 2013. And again, a prequel is, hey, I called a banker. I told him how much I make. He hasn't vetted anything, but he sent me a piece of paper saying I've qualified so-and-so for X. Right. There are, there are markets that that works. 2020, 2021, not those markets. If you are an owner and you not, are not coming in pre-approved, meaning credit pulled to use that as a barrier, you are not going to be considered. You will not even be invited to best and final. They, I promise you, I talk to agents 10 times a week. If you are an owner-occupant and you come in with a pre-qual, even if you're the highest offer, they will not look at you for best and final. They don't take you serious. They know your loan could blow up and they'll be wasting time. So right. today, pre-qual is almost not important. Pre-approval, go the extra mile. And again, find out what's on your credit. You never know how many times you'd be surprised by something. Oh my God, I didn't know that was there. I thought I took care of it. Well, you dinged your credit 50 points. Now you're not prime borrow, you're, you know, alt, alt A or whatever it is. Right. So, and, and on that too, a couple of things that come to mind is people ask me, when do I do that? Do I do that a year before I'm going to buy? Do I do it a month before I'm going to buy? I think that it's beneficial to the client anytime. And I tell people, time, effort, energy, my $31 credit report, I'm willing to do that anytime. And I've got plenty of buyers who, you know, I looked at one yesterday that we pre-approved them back in June. They ended up not buying. We keep in touch and any questions we can answer, we're happy to help. Now that they're looking at houses, Mike, they've been through some of this. They know it. They understand it. The only thing that's changed is, hey, rates tick down a little bit. So let me show you. You might have to offer 20,000 more than you did back in June, but the good news is it's the same payment because rates are now 2.65 or whatever it is. And so um, the couple of good things that came out of 2020 is pre-approvals necessary to even see the house now, Yeah, you know, and, and you've got to have that. And, you know, there's COVID compliant open houses and such nowadays, but you've got to have the pre-approval just to see it. And real estate agents, everybody was different. Before it was like, well, I show them one house and then I tell them they got to get pre-approved before I show them any more. Um, because I tell people, it's not just that your real estate agent is, you know, the type of person that's, I'm not going to show you a house unless you qualify and I can make money off it. They're, they're protecting you as well. Because as a buyer, I had a buyer who the agent talked to me on Saturday was coming from the Bay Area. And this is a really good point about 2020. It's always important, but it's even more important now to get pre-approved. For self-employed borrowers, it is different. It has changed a ton. It continues to change. I expect in 2021, Fannie and Freddie to put out different guidance. But these specific buyers, after reviewing things, I just told the agent, do not let them drive from the Bay Area to look at houses. They're going to have to get their business back on track, file taxes for 2020 and next year, yeah. you know, because back in June, I think it was June 11th, Fannie and Freddie put out specific guidance that every lender kind of interpreted their own way, but they not only were going to look at 18 and 19 tax returns for self-employed, but they said, we want the 2020 P and L. Yeah. We year want, to date. Yep. Yeah. We want two months of bank statements. If it doesn't look like those jive, the bank statements and the P&L, then we want an audited P&L. And so I can't tell you how many people I've talked to where I gave them the best guidance I could. And I said, listen, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen for you right now. Um, in yeah. California, we've got hairdressers and restaurant owners and a ton of people that just, their year to date yeah. numbers Suck. are bad because yeah. we won't get into the governor. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He's the one guy I bash. He's, he's, he, needs, he needs to go away. So, um, but, but, but that stuff is, is, is super important. And I can't tell you the number of people that went off and had somebody tell them that they wanted to hear, oh yeah, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. And then they get into underwriting the, the P and L doesn't jive. Okay. We need an audited P and L. There's not a lot of, I mean, I know self-employed folks that file their own taxes, you know, they don't have a CPA or a bookkeeper that's going to do audit PLs. And then, you know, I've seen a lot of them recently too, where, you know, your business isn't huge. So it's like, oh yeah, I just run everything through my personal account. Dude. And it's like, well, that's going to be hard. What, what you're having to do in 2020 is prove that yeah. your business is not suffering. And that's yeah. what I tell people is, you know, you can tell me, oh yeah, I'm back. I'm open. We're, we're you know, doing good. I had a great October. You're going to have to not only show it on paper and back it up with a P&L and bank statements, but, you know, <laughs> prove it beyond a reasonable doubt that yeah. your, your business is, is, is still moving forward and, and doing well, despite all the stuff yeah. that's going on. Well, as we wrap up this section, if there's any owner occupants that are looking to get pre-approved in California, how could they follow you or reach out? To, how do you want them to do that? I think it's probably easiest to just send me an email, Matt, M-A-T-T at mattthemortgageguy.com. If you go to the website, mattthemortgageguy.com, there's an apply now, and you're certainly welcome to do that. Our online application is, is straightforward and easy. And I've even got a few somewhat tutorial videos across YouTube. But if, if you send me an email, my office manager will make sure it gets in front of me. We'll chat. A lot of times people want five or 10 minutes of just a you know, general conversation, and then they feel comfortable getting onto a website and actually going through the pre-approval cool. process. Matt at mattthemortgageguy.com. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Thanks.